Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's Metal Shop here on The Rock, and I'm actually talking with Jarvis Leatherby from uh, Sirith Ungle. Bass guitarist for the band uh, Forever Black is coming out on Metal Blade Records. And if, if if I'm correct, this is the first full length album by Sirith since 1991. Is that right? That's correct, dude. That's that's huge, man. It's coming out April 24th. Uh, but before we get to the band and everything, man, we're we're, we're living through a crazy time right now. Uh, how are you doing, like personally? How are you doing? How are you staying busy? How are you staying sane? Staying occupied? Staying safe? How's it going? Well, I mean. I've got a lot of uh, interviews and stuff like this happening. <laughs> yeah. So, no, nah, like everybody seems to kind of be in the same boat. So we've had, you know, I also play, uh, and I also front the band Night Demon. So we were actually oh, yeah. going out on tour. Yeah, we've had like almost 80 shows canceled. So, um, but hey, you know what? That's fine. We've got music coming out and like, this is good. It's still a good time for us. I mean, we, we're still, we're still rolling on with everything. And, you know, it's a much... It's a much needed break, you know? I mean, we kind of like, we tend to look at the brighter side of things. Mm-hmm. Things aren't, you know, we're not we're not big into news media and all this stuff. And, you know, I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, the world is definitely changing, but, you know, we feel pretty positive about everything. You know, everybody, I go out, everybody seems to be pretty nice to each other. Everybody seems mm-hmm. to be pretty understanding, you know? This is just one of those times where, I, I dig that man, and and it, it's 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 also uh, like kind of this uh, necessity is breeding some creativity. I'm seeing lots of artists do like you know like uh, empty arena shows or like live streams and just being creative, and it's it's really kind of uh, it's uh, inspirational. It is, and you know what? That's what people need, though. They're going to need to tap into that creativity because, like I said. The world is different. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that are going to happen after this. Like a lot of the industry is going to change as well. Yeah. You know, so it's a, that's what it, in order to survive, you have to use your creativity. You and, know, in times like this, you know. And and what we need is like new like metal to like lift our spirits and stuff. And, and that's, that's a, totally and that's ex- <laughs> always and that's, that's always necessary, right? Yeah, and you guys are going to be releasing an album like right in the middle, right in the thick of all of this. And it's a crazy time, I'm sure, to be releasing an album uh not the crazy thing the crazy thing about it is it's not like uh you know i don't know if it's some weird premonition but like you know the 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 title and the artwork for michael whalen on this album is like yeah it's very Mm post-apocalyptic you know it's it's like and we're rolling these singles out and people are like going hey this is like 
this is pretty accurate to what's happening right this now. It's pretty relevant. You know? like, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy, man. You know? Um, it's a perfect storm, you know. For it twenty nine years, you know, right? For for it to be twenty nine years, uh, and then it just so happens to drop on them in the middle of all this, and and it's uh, it's certainly going to be something that like I'm I'm you know looking forward to you know new albums that come out. Like I, I was really stoked that the New Testament record came out today. I'm like, yes, something to lift my spirits, get me out of the feedback loop of bad news, just something to to rejoice about, and uh, it's something to look forward to the new series. So, um, yeah awesome man for you personally uh what is one album like if you're feeling bummed out or if you had a bad day at work or you're just like kind of down in the dumps or you you're hearing some bad news what's what's one album that you can put on that will just lift your spirits and get you out of that Ooh, probably the first boston album the self-titled album okay <laughs> nice like more than a feeling like yeah the first track you know yeah it's like oh all right you know but that song's kind of played out, you know. I mean, you hear that a lot on the radio now. But there's a lot of good songs on that on that album, actually. Um, but that song always, that album always made me feel good. Um, you know, I don't. It's it's kind of. That's that that that. I'm gonna stick with that answer because okay. yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of a bunch more records that I love that I would just put on at any time, but they're not really like feel good albums. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with the classic there. Boston, yep. right on, man. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about the new record. Uh, you've been uh, releasing some some rad singles. We've been playing that on Metal Shop. Uh, what's uh, how long were you guys working on the new album? Um, you know, I'm assuming you guys twenty nine years. Yeah, twenty nine years. You guys Not were in there. studio for twenty nine years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, um, you know, I I tour with Night Demon probably seven months out of the year. So that's awesome. I have like a couple subs. I also manage Sarah Thungle, so. That's awesome. Uh, I, I have a couple, ba- a couple subs like bass players that fill in for me while I'm gone. Okay, you know, so like if one guy can't make it to rehearse with them, the other guy can. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like to keep the band rehearsing two to three times a week, um, in my absence. So you know, within that time, they would just they would write songs and then kind of send them out to me, and then I would when I would come home between tours, we would work on them a little bit. Yeah, but I kind of tried to let the you know the original guys write the tunes. You know, so like. Um, I'm kind of like the editor, like the final stop. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like, like, you know, cause old guys tend to try and be current. It happens all the time. And that's where they, they go wrong, you know, because even if the fans are younger and they're like from a new generation, they still want their, the band to be authentic, yeah. you know, and, and who they are when they're in their sixties, you know? So like, you want and that classic series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And as a fan, I can appreciate that. So uh, that's I carry that over into my job, you know. Yeah. And you know, my my role is to protect the legacy of the band. Like we don't need we don't need to do anything, you know. So mm-hmm. like we're not going to do something just to do it. That opportunity has popped up so many times and I've had to you know kind of explain to everybody like why it's not worth doing, you know? So it's like, we're not going to make a record after 30 years if it's not something that's good. So I thought they did a really good job of, uh, of, you know, fleshing out the meat of the songs and lyrically it's really good and it's inspiring, you know? So, um, no, I'm, I'm really, I'm happy with the results. I mean, of course there were some things along the way, you know, that I had to fight with and make myself win, you know, yeah, <laughs> which, which, but that's how it always is with those guys, man. It's like, it's like, uh, 
you know, you're, they'll tell me I'm ruining the album, you know, and then a review will come out giving it like a 10 out of 10. And they'll say, see, told you, told you we, we were back, you know, like, okay. You're like, yeah, yeah, because so, uh, I yeah, helped out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. So that's that's. I like the way you put that though. That you're kind of like protecting the legacy of Sirith. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's already it's already set. So you don't want to <laughs> do anything to tarnish it. And so many bands do that, especially when they reunite. You know. Yeah, for sure. All it takes is one horrible album cover with that looks like it was done on MS Paint and it's got fake flames and stuff like that. All it takes is that that just once. You know, to be mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, you know. Like, uh, yeah, you know yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Not mentioning any bands or anything, but I totally know yeah. exactly what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. In case you're just tuning in, we're talking with Jarvis. Uh, he's also a Night Demon, but uh, Sirith Ungle is uh, coming out with Forever Black on Metal Blade Records, April 24th. Uh, first album since 1991. But let's go back, Jarvis, to 2016 when you joined Sirith Ungle. Um, I'm assuming you'd probably been a huge fan of the band before that, right? I actually wasn't. I oh, actually okay. thought they. I actually thought that they sucked really bad <laughs> for a lot for for a long time. You know, the thing is, is like we we're from the same town. Okay, so, which is Ventura, California. So we live in the, on the beach. It's about an hour north of LA. So, uh, you know, there was never any like we've got a really rich history here of hardcore punk yeah. and skate punk mm-hmm. and '80s hardcore and stuff. But no, no heavy metal band ever came out of this area, except for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were the only one that that I guess was on a worldwide scale. That you know, an international band. Yeah. Although they, although the Serotonin ne- did, they never did tour. You know, mm-hmm. so there was that aspect too. But um, you know, their records were distributed worldwide and of course, ma- yeah. by major distributors and stuff. You know, so like, um, but you know, I, I'm I'm. I'm a like whole generation or generation and a half younger than these guys. You know, these guys like my parents' age, you know, Mm -hmm. so, or older. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so so for me, you know, when I was younger, I I would find that like, you would always find a copy of frost and fire, like original vinyl, like in every dollar bin at every record store around here (laughs) or like, uh, yeah. Um, in the, in the thrift stores, you know, mm-hmm. now it's like $80 for one of those, you know, a hundred dollars, yeah. something, you know, but anyway, so yeah, you know, I picked it up obviously. And you know, the artwork was killer. So, yeah. Um, but you know, when I, when I was like 11, 12 years old, like I wanted my metal to sound like the, like the black album had just come out, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. You know, when you're a young kid and you're getting started in music and stuff like, and you hear something like that, it's like really powerful, you know? So, and then you hear Serotonin and you're like, oh my God, like the production is terrible. Like the drummer's out of time, the vocals, like what is going on here? You know, like, so no, I, I didn't like it for a really long time, but I got to know them. And, you know, the deeper I got into metal as I grew older, yeah. the deeper I got into the history and I, I started, you know, my taste started to change a bit, you know, but, but, um, you know, I don't know. We're kind of just like. I like to call them. They're like my my older little brothers. Nice. You know? <laughs> so, uh, 
but you know now there's such a deep connection and i have such a vast knowledge of the music you know and i'm mm-hmm. the, the keeper of the archives and all this stuff you know so it's like it's totally come come full circle but yeah that's the truth i'm not gonna pretend and say that well, like, sugar you know, like you know, yeah i'm playing with my idols it's like no man this is it's hard work wrangling these these knuckleheads you know <laughs> so, so how'd you get the call to to join the band dude uh, uh well, obviously I mean, 19... basically yeah yeah no yeah well what, what happened was i tried to reform the band for for a for years oh wow and, okay and they never wanted to so like i some of these guys hadn't talked to each other in decades mm-hmm. you know so i i put on a, an event called frost and fire festival here oh appropriate in, in title yeah. yeah right and i had i asked them if they wanted to come and sign autographs for some fans mm-hmm. and they said yeah sure that'd be cool so everybody showed up, past members, even members that aren't playing with the band right now. Yeah. Like everybody was there. They hadn't seen each other in a long time, and they were really surprised by how many people flew out from all over the world just to meet these guys. That's not so even cool. See them play. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of like, I just that kind of showed them that there was some interest, you know. Mm-hmm. So from there, basically, Rob, the drummer, he started. We started asking him to come and jam with Night Demon, playing Sirithungal songs. Okay. Right? Yeah. So he started to get his feet wet on the drums again. Then we, then I would call one of the other guitar players. Hey, man, what do you think? You want to come out and jam? No strings attached. Just come out and play a couple old songs. You just know? easing oh, into yeah, it. Yeah, cool. And then it kind of built up like that. We go one at a time. Mm-hmm. One of my guys would leave. When one of the OGs would come back. So um, Mike Flint, the original bass player, lives in Las Vegas, and he just could never get it together. Yeah. You know, so. I just ended up staying and I mean, it, like since I have to pretty much be around them anyway, all the time, like mm-hmm. it makes sense for me. And like on stage, you know, I am the bass player, but I'm also like directing traffic. I nice. feel comfortable on the stage because I have a reason to be there because I'm playing in the band. Right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I would just be the manager running around on stage. Like, no, like, 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 like this, like if your, your solo is coming up here, you know, like, <laughs> or like, you, you know, like I'm directing traffic on stage and it, it works, it works well, you Dude, know, you, you, from, from inception, like you create this festival named after one of their albums, you, your, 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 uh, objective is to get them to reform. They don't agree. And then one by one, you just, you just work them and you get it <laughs> and fine. And now you're in the band and you're their manager. And it's like, dude, you, you reformed Sierra Thungle, but like the way it should be. That's awesome. Thank you, man. That's funny. I never really thought about it in that sequence of events, but you pretty much summed it up like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I guess I did subconsciously you make willed, all that happen. You, you know? willed this into reality. <laughs> I guess that's why I'm the highest paid member of the band. Hey, there you go. Good <laughs> <laughs> job, uh, no, man. It's a lot of work, but it's a labor of love, man. And I, I feel really, it's honestly one of the one of the proudest accomplishments of my life. A lot of people tried to reunite this band for a lot, a lot of years, you yeah. know, and they tried to bait them with money and all this stuff, and it just never happened. So I was, I was grateful enough that they saw the things that I was doing with Night Demon, and they said, "Well, that's kind of the things that we always wanted to do." Yeah. And at that point, I said, "Okay, well, there's an opportunity for it now for mm-hmm. redemption," you know. So. Yep. The rest is is history, as we say. But you know, uh, the goal was never to. I mean, 
when they told me they wanted to do another record, I was like, I, I put that off for a good year or two. You're like, oh, know? maybe yeah, down the road, like, guys. Yeah, this doesn't, this story doesn't end well, you know? <laughs> I'm like, maybe if I put it off for another year or two, like somebody will die. Oh, my or, God. Or or the band or the band will break up or like it'll run its course yeah and then we won't then the legacy will stay intact yeah you delay know, delay delay a, yeah you don't have to have a terrible album out like the cup you know that's like the the misstep you know yeah so we did we did um we did a live album I'm alive um that came out last year mm-hmm. and I thought that would buy us some time too it's like okay here's the official reunion there's like there's like great shows on here, double LP, and like there you go, you know the band reunited. That's the story, and they sounded great, you yeah. know, yeah. But you know, new songs, hey man, you know, and you haven't when you haven't written a song in thirty years, you know, it's like a muscle. It's not like riding a bike. So, totally. but, but but they did they did well with it. So so we you know here we are. That's awesome. But yeah, that's my my initial thoughts. <laughs> like, like, huh? What 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 traditionally happens when bands reunite like this and do a new record? It's usually <laughs> not very good at all. You know. Well, so, I'm I'm glad that uh, we got lucky. <laughs> I'm glad that you're there for like the uh, the quality control man. Um, I that's exactly how I see it. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit about like what uh, kind of inspired you to to start uh, playing metal and playing bass and stuff. Uh, going back, what was uh, what was, was there a concert or an experience with metal that kind of changed your life and made you like fall head over heels in, into it? Yeah, um, there's. I would say yeah. There's this. I went to this. Um, my parents took me to this when I was when I was pretty young to this free concert in the park somewhere in LA, some park in LA that mm-hmm. KLOS, the radio station was putting on. Nice. And it was like a Steven Stills was playing. Okay. And I was like, yeah, this guy sucks. <laughs> and uh, on the way, but on the way out, leaving the park, uh, somebody handed me a flyer and it had all this satanic stuff on it. Sweet. And like a big old picture of Ozzy. And I was like, man, I like, I kind of heard about him, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, Anyway, I, I just I kept that flyer and they, like I hid it from my parents and like apparently it was a Christian flyer like against the evil oh, yeah. Satanists. But it didn't didn't look like that at all, you know, on the cover. It like really attracted me when it was you know, it was supposed to scare me or whatever, but it didn't. That was the anyway, most counterproductive so, Christian flyer ever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I uh I uh um that a combination of that and there was a there was a movie called hell's bells it was about like the same thing it was like a christian movie about the evils of of rock and roll and mm-hmm. they back mask stairway and all this stuff you know like so that got me into a lot of bands <laughs> that's <laughs> like, funny and 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 so you know that's what that got me into it and then i would uh you know like my my like my dad grew up like around rock and roll and stuff too, and my parents were like they're pretty cool. Like, but but sometimes my mom would like check the shit, I, the stuff that I listened to, you yeah. know. Yeah. And you know, but with like you know, I would like show her like Aussie stuff. You know, I'm like 13 years old, being mm-hmm. like, listen, mom, like this guy knows what's up. Like he's talking about like astral projection, nuclear war, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. Love. Then come to find out, you know like decades later, like the guy couldn't even formulate a sentence, you know, like he didn't write any of that stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, like, Oh, but at the time that's, what was like really inspiring. Yep. Me, you know? So yeah, that's pretty much how it started. Metalhead's journey, you know, 
dude, that's awesome. And then, uh, man, that's a, that's a great start, dude. Like the counterproductive Christian literature that, that gets you actually super into it. Dude, the, it got me hooked immediately. That's hilarious. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we, I just have like, uh, a couple more questions for you. And, uh, 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 I was wondering what are four albums that have changed your life in a positive way? Ooh, man. Um, uh, okay. The, I would say the first angel, Witch album, it's just yeah. a self-titled yeah. album, self-titled <laughs> is angel, Witch from the album angel, Witch and the first song angel, Witch. Yep. <laughs> like you're yeah. an angel, Witch. yeah, yeah, no, that, that whole record is great. That's one of those older ones that I still listen to a lot. Yeah. Um, master of puppets for mm-hmm. sure. I mm-hmm. still go to that. Um, iron maiden number of the beast. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, I know these are probably the most popular ones, yeah. but like, I think they're the best. They're the reason why they're the most popular. Sure. Ones, you know? Yeah. So, um, and then the fourth one, hmm, it's hard. You know, always when you come down to the end, it's like, oh man, now, now it's hard to choose, you know, when you have a long list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, I don't know. I think, uh, probably, would have to be Kiss Alive. Nice. I love live records, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, man, but now I want to pick another. Maybe Judas Priest, Unleash in the East. Nice. I love that album. Five is it's a good number, perfect. too. So It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's five so, records that change yep. your life. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, five. That's a good number, yeah. There we go. Uh, Jarvis, so I know this, our, our interview was originally, you know, we're talking about Sirith Ungle and the, the uh, release of the new, first new album in 29 years, but I do have to ask, uh, what's going on with Night Demon here in uh, 2020? I mean, obviously, Man, everything's so... kind of on hold right now, but uh, yeah. what are we looking forward to? Well, it's interesting that you asked. We released a single today nice. called, Empire, called Empire's Fall. It's our first our first uh, release in three years. So Killer. We, we, uh, but we, we put out a seven inch today as well. Okay. So, awesome. Um, yeah. We, we didn't want to do any kind of announcement or lead up. We were just kind of j- just dropping it on the public yeah. with, the, with the physical ready and in print. And like, you know, I mean, there's so many pre-orders these days and like you forget that you ordered something and that shows up. You're like, yep, Oh yep, yeah. You yep. know, it's like we live in an instant grat society now. So, I'm trying to do my best to just be a little more patient. Mm-hmm. And when I have something, it's that then you can have it like right, right away. Drop you know? it on them. <laughs> like, yep. Drop it yeah, on them. Yep. Exactly. So, so, you know, like there's enough hype out there with so many other things, you know? So, so it's a, you know, we've, I don't know, man, we, we always plan ahead. Yeah. You know? So, so we still have stuff booked through the end of the year. We have stuff booked in 2021. So, Basically, with this whole thing, it's like we're just waiting to see every day what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, is is it, how much farther back does this thing get pushed? That kind of stuff. But we 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 have stuff lined up, and we are lining stuff up. So we're pretty much safe from the whole reschedule debacle because some people are going to be in a bad situation where they're going to have to. A lot of this stuff is never going to be rescheduled. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, we might not even have an NBA champion. Come on, man. You know? I know, right? Yeah. Right. So, and this was a good year. This was, this was, this, I don't know, man. I'm a Lakers guy. So this is a, this is going to be a good, I know. good story this year. If they and right after Kobe, you know? dude. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and LeBron was all pumped. Like, you know, I thought this would be a good year, good story, good year for them yeah. to do something cool like that. But, hey, there we go. You know, yeah. that's, this is live. So, 
So look at yeah, I'm glad I've got I've got Night Demon putting out music. I've got Sarah Dungle putting out music. There's more from Night Demon to come too. So, nice. I mean, it's just strange. It's gotten it's gotten busier than ever for for us. So, uh, but but yeah, we're 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 spending a lot of time together, both of the bands. You know. Yeah. And we're fine. We're everybody's healthy and good. And, you know, it's just, I, I don't know what to believe anymore about any of this. I just don't. So I've just been tuning out and trying to, I guess, do the responsible thing, mm-hmm. which is, you know, kind of isolate yourself as yep. much as possible, mm-hmm. I guess. I do have I do have one final question for you, though. We like to ask pretty much every band that we talk to, and I feel like you might have a good story for this with the amount of touring and, and uh, you know, partying you probably do with Night Demon and whatnot. Uh, so what? Yeah. Is, pick a scar on your body and tell us a story of how you got that scar. Oh man, that's interesting. Hmm. Let me think of one here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My my left ear. I have a pretty big scar. Okay. Especially on the back side of it, my earlobe. Um. Yeah, I got into a fight with some guys outside of a outside of a show. Oh. They were like beating on some other guy mm-hmm. and like some smaller dude, and you know, they looked like they had some uh, racist tendencies about them. Ah, uh, yes. And so I got involved. Which was like I don't know. I always carry a knife on me, but I never use it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, but and then later on, I'm like, why? Why didn't I? Why didn't I just poke that guy? Because this wouldn't happen. So basically, I I pulled this 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 guy off another guy, and then I got on top of him, and I was like kind of wailing on him. Mm-hmm. His buddy came up behind me and grabbed me my me by like my ear and i had my ears i had earrings at the yeah. time and oh, uh, no pulled, pulled it out yeah and like oh. my earlobe was just dangling man and he like he like threw it in my face dude it hit me in the face and it was just such like i got burned so bad dude i was like no so for me the fight was over and then i had to like drive to the hospital and like get my ear stitched back up i've got some other ones i've got some knife wounds and stuff but like that's for another time yeah um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus. Absolutely, um, dude. All right. Yeah, I gotta hop on another call. Yeah. No here. problem, dude. Uh, uh, but, yeah. Dude, thank you so much, man. I'm, I'm. Thanks for the coverage. It's. I hope you guys are doing good up there. We can't wait to come back. So. Hell yeah, I'm, man. I'm sure it'll happen. Things will blow over, man. You know. Jarvis Leatherby, Sirith Uncle, Forever Black, coming out April 24th. Thanks a lot, Jarvis. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Yep. Take it easy, bro. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.